0: Welcome to Gaza's Corner. Today we're speaking with Lynn Scanella, an expert on building whole brain organizations and teams. Lynn is an authority on masterful communication in the 21st century. She believes that at the heart of all great communication are three elements, empathy, understanding, and respect for diversity. No stranger to these qualities, she discovered their great power early on in life. Before starting Scannell Incentives in 1991 and then Ripe Learning in 2001, Lynn worked at Qantas, Continental Airlines, UTA French Airlines, Hyatt and Radisson Hotels and experienced a wide range of cultures and religions rich in eclectic experience. She studied how the Tahitians, French and Chinese carved out an existence through respecting the differences when she lived in Tahiti for three years. Over the years, she has learned that the most successful teams are the most diverse and able to acknowledge the differences and build on trust through their strengths. Lynn's workshops have a strong message of understanding and celebrating our differences, whether personality, gender, culture, generation, or anything else. She is the author of Bite Me and other do's and don'ts of dealing with our differences, but in front of an audience, her real gift is in her practical down-to-earth approach, her willingness to be transparent, and a talent for making the complex simple and relevant. Lynn, welcome to Gazza's Corner.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Linda, I recently attended your, your session at the uh, PMI New Zealand Conference in Wellington and, and really enjoyed it. And in, in talking about differences between people, you described them as uh, you know, four types of fruit, apple, mango, lime, and banana, yes. in, in terms yes. of the behaviors. and Why use fruit and why those particular fruit?
1: <laughs> well, um, I'd love to say it was really strategic to start with, but um, I used fruit. First of all, my company is called Ripe. So when I started studying for different personality types, it seemed appropriate to call them fruit. Now the reason I use those four fruit are that um, apples are a crisp, uh, they're hard. You know they, they're kind of survivors. They last a long time. They're not affected by really harsh conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, I used mango because mangoes are a sort of juicy, sexy, sloppy fruit. You know they spread themselves around. Mm-hmm. Limes I use because they're sort of understated and elegant. You know, you don't need too much of them at once, but they're absolutely necessary because otherwise you couldn't drink a Corona. (laughs) 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 And bananas I like because um, they're great blenders. They go with a lot of things. They're kind of soft and mushy and everybody likes them.
0: Okay. So from a behavioral perspective, can you briefly just explain the, the basic fruit
1: types? Yeah, sure. Um and it really will be brief. The, so what I'll give you are characteristics of an extreme version. Um so some some listeners may may hear themselves in one and then hear themselves in another. So I'm going to give you extreme versions of each. Um Apple is a left brain thinker they're really fast thinkers they're logical um, quick decision makers so what that means is they can see a problem look at maybe eight different solutions and very quickly find uh, you know what what the right solution is they They always like to be right they love control they fear losing control um, they're they love challenges. They love to have challenges in their lives because they like to master new skills. So they don't do too much for fun. What they're doing is if you give me a challenge, I'm going to get just be the best at it. So I'm always going to win. What they hate is a lack of independent thinking and people who can't keep up. So stupidity and incompetence, which to them is everyone who can't keep up with them. Um, but because they're such quick thinkers, that's sort of the rest of us. Um, Mango is a eternal optimist glass half full all the time, loves to have a party, sees the good in everything. Mangoes are great storytellers. Uh, you yeah, know, they're the ones at the party that the story just sort of gets bigger and bigger every time that they speak, I'm sure you know. Um, they see the big picture, so they, they're like big picture concept and they hate detail. They dream big. They also like challenges like the apple. They're a ripe fruit, but they... Don't make, and they make their decisions quickly, but they make it on gut. So they make it on gut instinct as opposed to a sort of a logical decision of, of the apple. They're kind of charismatic and charming. They hate negativity and they hate rules and structure. Um, the lime is uh, the other left brain fruit, but unlike the apple, who is a fast thinker, is a cautious, deliberate thinker. So they're deep thinkers and everything has to be thought through very carefully and all the pros and cons weighed up before they make decisions. They're often introverts. um, They have a lot of conversations in their head and they only speak when they have something of impact to say. They love detail. They love procedure. They like systems. They like rules. They like structure. They're warriors by nature and they're perfectionists. They like everything to be perfect and they'll take as long as it takes to get something done so it is perfect. They hate show-offs, loudmouths, and rule breakers. Uh, and they they love um, details, security um, and stability. Um, then we have the bananas, who are the other right brain fruit to the mango. They are also slower, more cautious thinkers, but they're they're the nice guys, you know, they're patient and kind. Uh, they're really loyal in a team. They love to help and they're quite altruistic in this, which other fruit can't understand. They really, they live to serve. They enjoy uh, helping other people, which means that they often can't say no. So they say yes to everything and then work piles up on their desk and then they get really stressed. Uh, but they don't have a so they keep all the stress inside. So right. on the side, they're kind of the nice person and they end up taking um, uh, a lot of that, a lot of that stress from. So I guess that's a, a brief synopsis of each of the fruit.
0: Okay. Um, so are, given those descriptions, are there any fruit that don't generally get along very well with each other?
1: Um, yes. In in the brain, the way that they are opposite, is, uh, well, it's your definite opposite that, that you will not, or you have the propensity not to get on with. So apples and bananas are absolute opposites. So apples are fast, sort of... Um, uh, thinkers who can be aggressive and intimidating and that's everything that a banana hates, intolerance and aggression and and things to be, be pressured. So apples and bananas and mangoes and limes, the rule breakers against the rule makers. Having said that, Gaz, I, um, the opposites also can make the best partners in a collaboration at work or at home. Okay. Interesting. Hmm.
0: Okay, so so on that note, if you have to work or are married to an opposite fruit, what tips do you have for working to trying to smooth things out?
1: Look at the fruit you're talking about, um, and that's a really long topic, <laughs> but. Um, once you, once you understand, for me it's all about respect and understanding. So if, if you learn to understand what drives that person that you're working with, what are their key values, what's their major fruit preference? So if their fruit preference, for example, is a lime, one of their, their drivers, major drivers are things like, um, security and stability and they don't like change. So if you're working with someone like that and you're the mango who actually thrives on change and doesn't see what all the fuss is about, It's respect for understanding that don't do things really quickly. Give them plenty of time. If you have a meeting with them, set an agenda. Don't put them on the spot. Uh, You know, allow them the time to think through a decision, or if this is possible, you know, if this is possible. When you speak, give them time to answer. A lot of mangoes just talk right over the top of limes who sit there and think, yeah, well, you're an idiot, but I'm not going to say anything anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So it really is about respect and learning what, um, learning what it is that drives each person, understanding what their preference is, and then adapting accordingly. Mm-hmm. Because you know what, you can't change anyone. <laughs> That's certainly one thing that I've learned is that you can't change anybody. You can only modify your own behaviour.
0: Right, right. So are we mainly one type of you know behavioural fruit, or a blend of a few, or can we be all of them at different times?
1: Um, we are definitely a blend. There is no way that any of us is one because, at the end of the day, you know, Gary, this is these are four simple fruit things, and are uh, we're very very complex human beings. We have about thirty thousand different genes in us, so there's no way that we can just put everyone in a little box. So the fruit preferences are about giving people a guideline on how they can work with each other. And we are all definitely a blend of all of them, but we will have a preference perhaps in one. Uh, yes, and in answer to your other question, we can, we can swap fruit hats depending on circumstances and our role. So for example, I think being a parent actually brings out the lime in all of us. Because, um, and certainly from a woman's perspective, even if you're not organized and detailed, guess what? You have to be. So I think circumstances also bring out different parts of the fruitiness. Also, if you're working with a whole bunch of, um, say you're an apple, and you're working with a whole bunch of apples, but you've got a big slice of banana in you, you're the one that's going to have to bring out Mr. Nice Guy, because no one else is. Right. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah so in in when you're dealing with teams what is your favorite fruit in a in a team
1: uh unfair question no favorite fruit <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: there you go <laughs> right on right on the fence
1: <laughs> absolutely sitting on the fence no here's the thing each fruit has um has so much to offer all we have to do is find their strengths but i think the answer you're looking for is bananas are awesome in teams they uh they have great team spirit and they're good mediators. And they they can't stand things to be out of whack. They love harmony. Therefore, they they can hold a team together. So they're really good at teams. But you know what? You need everyone. You need all of everyone has strengths. Everyone has strengths in a team. So uh, so yeah, you need to work on everybody's bit. So neither really is is better than another. But at enjoying being in teams would be a banana. And limes kind of think that we just the way their approach to teams is a little bit different. Limes think, look, I'd rather just get the work done, why do I have to do this team stuff? Apples will do everything, anything to get a result. So if it's a team, so be it. And mangoes in theory really like the team, but then the accountability gets a bit hard.
0: Right, right. Yes. So diversity then is is definitely the key. So what happens if your group or team is primarily composed of only two or three dominant fruit types?
1: Uh that's certainly nothing to stress about because the thing is, as I mentioned before, we we all have the ability to bring out skills in different fruit areas. So in project management, you are going to have, by the necessity of the role, you are going to have a lot of apples and limes, a lot of left-brain thinkers who are logical and analytical. It's necessary, right? So you, you wouldn't, you would not find a strong mango in a project management role, because a strong mango is not going to um, be able to handle the structure, the rules, and even the analysis to work with it. So you have to work with what you've got. What you can do, though, is is develop other sides of yourself and your team. So, you know, I can only go on my own example. Uh, I'm a strong right-brainer, mango and banana. In my first business, um, that was clearly a disaster because there was just way too much fun and not enough focus on on the books. Over the years, I have developed both Apple to make hard decisions because I used to let people pay whenever they wanted. Mm. What do you think about that? That's nice, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Lovely.
1: I just wanted everyone to be happy. You just pay me when you want, no problem. Um, so what I had to do over the years is I've developed skills in both of those areas. So in Apple, um, for the, the, what I could see as hard decisions, and which, which aren't really, and for the lime in the detailed analysis stuff. So that's what I would suggest. You know, if you only have one or two types of fruit. Well, it's up to you because we all have bits of everything in us. I'd probably first suggest looking to your second preference. So if you're an apple, lime, and that's that's um, you have no right brain, in project management you're going to be looking to dip into the other areas. So, um, you know, mangoes bring a lot of uh, innovation and creativity because they have these big, big, impossible ideas, and that's really essential for growth. So you may decide to do something to foster creativity within your organization for example or your team
0: okay so uh, when we're building a team and particularly as, as a project manager or, or a team leader um, we would be looking then for you know a lot of people that are not necessarily like ourselves so what do we need to look for to try to make sure that we are having a good blend within our team to represent all the four fruits to have a you know a, if we're not all accountants or we're not all project managers, you know, to, re- to represent all four fruits to have a balanced team?
1: Um, I'm not a recruitment expert, but this really comes down to the way that you're interviewing and recruiting and the sort of questions that you ask. Um, it's probably for me, it's really important, first of all, to have to have the skills, but and this may be indicative of me as um a right brain preference. But I would always rather hire someone that had an attitude to work well within a team and understand that many skills can be taught. Good point. Um, That's that's sort of always been my theory. I mean, clearly you can't teach someone neuroscience overnight. You can't teach someone project management overnight. But um, I actually have a good example of this with um, uh, someone I know who is in marketing, was recently hired uh, by a project management team and they're now off doing prints too. So they wanted to bring in people outside of project management to bring a different, fresh perspective. I don't know how that's going to go. I think it's brave, but it's a good example of thinking outside the square when it comes to different personalities.
0: Okay. So when people leave your sessions, and especially if someone's standing outside, they'll they'll hear people talking about fruit salad. (laughs) Can you explain that a little bit?
1: (laughs) Well, someone always comes up with the fruit salad thing because they can't put themselves in a little box and we don't actually want people to put themselves in boxes. So everyone starts talking about, hey, I think you know, I think I'm a fruit salad, which is absolutely right. And the reason the language sticks, Gary, is this that it's really simple. It's easy to remember and it's fun. Um, it it can it may sound like it's almost childish, but once as you know, once you sit in the session, it makes sense. It makes practical sense. And the key to it is it's a blameless language, and that's why it sticks. Because instead of saying um, you're a pain in the neck, <laughs> you're a pain in the neck. You're really difficult to work with. I can say. Gaz, I need you to take your apple hat off and bring out your inner banana. Right, right. And straight away, it, things are diffused a little because it's silly. So I think that probably the best thing about the use of fruit, whilst certainly simplistic, is that it creates a blameless language in organizations. We work with lots of different organizations. And once we do the fruit throughout, conflict goes down, productivity goes up, stress levels go down because they start using this language to get through a lot of the issues.
0: Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about your your new book? It came out this year, didn't
1: it? Yes, it did. Um, Bite me talks about uh, goes into more depth on each of the the four fruit. Uh, it gives you an overview, but uh, briefly, it's broken down into three key areas. Um, uh, well, managing um, the general management of fruit, then managing the fruit, so managing up. And managing down so working for all the different types of fruit and um, and having them in your team as well and there's also a section for living with the fruit at home so we we go into blends as well because as I said no one is just one fruit so we look at blends and, and different sorts of blends for example if you're an opposite blend say a mango with a lime as a preference or as a lime rising as we say in the trade um, then you might have quite a lot of conflict within yourself because a mango is going, yay, let's go out and party this weekend. And the lime in you says, no, we can't afford it. It's not in the budget. So uh, it has a lot of information about different blends and things as well. There's tips that you can do to um, help work on the challenges that you have as a particular preference. And there's tips for dealing with other people.
0: Okay well great. Um, I look forward to reading reading all of it I just got started in it the other day. Um so do you have any final recommendations for project managers or others who are building or working with teams in terms of um you know not being necessarily focused on on the on the differences but celebrating the
1: differences? Mm, well that's an interesting interesting question. Well I think the first thing uh really is the first thing is, you know, develop your empathy gene. <laughs> I'm a really big fan of empathy, and a lot of people see empathy as a soft skill. But when we truly feel empathy for others, then it's easier to respect the differences. So when we've got respect for each other, we can work together more effectively. And because every single person has strengths, it's sort of up to you as the leader to find them. Uh, I think as far as celebration is concerned, um, I think, particularly being in projects, at the end of a project or even at stages, as you get small stages along the project, I'm a big believer in celebrating those little wins as we move along. And uh, I think acknowledging those differences that everybody brings to a team is, you know, within those celebrations, is a really great thing to do. But I do think, really, my my final recommendation is just get good at empathy. Get good at empathy. Because you know what? Empathy also gives you power. If, if I can really get inside your head and I'm trying to get you to do something, if I understand what's driving you and what you're thinking because I empathize, then I, I have a better chance of influencing you. Great.
0: Alright. Um, so thank you, Lynn. That's, that's been very, very informative. So how can people get a hold of you if they would like to learn more about Ripe Learning, um, the four different fruits, or to buy your book?
1: Uh, the website is ripe stuff. R-I-P-E, S-T-U-F-F-F-R-E-D-D-D-Y dot com, just write stuff dot com. And on the website, there's a link to purchase of the book, information about our workshops, a lot of free resources. And if you'd like the book on Kindle, of course, you can go to Amazon and it's available there.
0: Great. Well, thank you very much for being with us today, Lynn, and definitely appreciate the time. And good luck with your book and the fruit salad.
1: Thank you. It was a real pleasure. Thanks a lot.
0: All right. So this has been Gary Nelson and Lynn Scanella on Gaz's Corner Podcast. If you would like to read any articles, they're also available on Gaz's Corner blog at www.gazscorner.com. Thanks. and Look forward to talking to you again soon.